Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Sustainable Singapore on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. I'm Rachel Kelly. Now, you may have heard of Farm to Table, but what about Bean to Bar? We're going to find out more about that. We're going to enter the chocolate verse with Jerome Penafort, who is the founder of local chocolatier Mr. Bucket. He's going to talk to us about supporting local communities by revitalizing the Asian chocolate industry. Jerome, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Hi, Rachel and everyone. Hi. So, Jerome, I think we need to know, where is your chocolate grown? Yes, so our chocolate is made using cacao beans, uh, which is sourced from farms around Asia. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for us, we work directly with um, farmers around the region, so farms, farm estates in uh, Malaysia, Vietnam, Philippines, India, so pretty much almost all the different countries in Asia. You were the founder of Mr. Bucket. Talk to us about the early days of your chocolate journey. Yes, well, that that goes back a bit. (laughs) So um, it started out a couple of years back. Mm -hmm. Um, I was part of a family business, and that gave me an opportunity to visit farms around Asia, um, have conversations with the farmers. So I remember the first farm I visited was in the Philippines, in Dabao. Um, and that really um, changed my perception of what chocolate is and how it's grown and the hard work of the farmers that mm. uh, they go through just to, to, to make the uh, cacao that, that we turn into chocolate. Because often when we think of cacao, we think of um, the agriculture in South America, right? Not so much here in Asia. Yes. So I think the biggest producer in the world is uh, in South Africa and, and um, in South America as well. Uh, but actually, in Asia, you have very good quality cacao, mm. just that it's relatively unknown. Okay. So, talk to us about why this is more sustainable. I'm assuming that this means lower carbon footprint shipping costs because you're manufacturing locally or regionally. Yes, um, locally. So, I think uh, for susta- sustainability has so many facets, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for us, uh, for our sourcing model, we, we target the social and environmental aspects of it. Um, so on the environmental uh, aspect of it, as you rightly mentioned, it's a lower carbon footprint for us to be sourcing mm. um, within the region, within Asia. Um, and that also allows us to to have that community within the Asian ca- cacao community, if you call it that. Um, and, and the other part of it is the social aspect where going direct means we provide the full proceeds of the, to the farmers and their community. So instead of the money going to middlemen or uh, traders, uh, we know many, many layers of them. Uh, this allows us to go direct to the farms, have a relationship with them, um, and understand you know the produce and understand what they do. Um, and in that, that allows us to you know to see how, in what ways can we value it? Can we work with them to improve the quality of the cacao beans? Mm-hmm. And, and which leads to, of course, um, you know that that uh, understanding the ingredients allows us to think, to. Uh, improve the final product, the chocolate that we eventually make. How large are the cacao farms in the region? Are is it more a case of a number of smaller farms, or a number of maybe a smaller number of larger farms? Um, typically, it really depends from country mm. to country and region to region. Um, but the farms we work with typically are usually smaller than ten hectares. Okay. Um, so they are small, small to medium lot farmers. Um, who who work within a certain locale, 
certain estate, so to speak. Um, and, you know, so there is that regionality of the flavor, what we call tewa, just like wine and coffee, and how, you know, the environment that the cacao grows in affects the flavor. So we like that. We like sourcing from a micro location and uh, making chocolate that you know, kind of taste of the micro location. So, That's know, interesting. That so talk to us about how that has influenced the flavor profile of your different offerings. Do you tend to offer, um, say, a, a product that may be based on a flavor from a bean that's from, say, for example, Vietnam? Or how do you how do you marry that with your product offerings? Um, generally, you know, so we do a wide range of products. We do single origin chocolates. Mm-hmm. We have chocolate bars, bonbons. Um, but what we do for every single um, origin is we do a, a series of tests. You know, we check on okay. the red roasting profiles. We, you know, we test the different recipes. At the end of the day, what we're trying to do is to uh, derive the best, the optimal flavor from that particular bean. So, for instance, uh, an origin that we source from in India um, has notes of the chocolate has notes of raisin and cashew. So, which is which is quite uh, you know amazing or something yeah. you never thought of in chocolate, right? Where we have fruity notes or nutty notes. So it's it's actually very similar to coffee and wine where, um, you know, there's all these fruit acids and uh, other types of uh, flavor compounds that are within, uh, you know, cacao. And we bring that through and further down the line, besides single origin chocolates, we, we refine them and we create chocolate bonbons. Mm-hmm. So for instance, um, the Anamalai chocolate, we pair it using the raisin notes. One of the bonbon flavors we had on our menu was the rum and raisin. So... Knowing that the chocolate has raisin notes, we pair it with rum, so it, so it goes really well. That's interesting. So you've spoken to us about your direct trade model as well as the flav- flavor profiles of the different chocolates from the different areas within the region that you source. Can you talk mm-hmm. to us about how you see the chocolate landscape as evolving post-pandemic? You know, as consumers seek out more sustainable produce, we've spoken about shipping costs, pushing up import prices as well. What impact has this had on your business model and perhaps increased demand for your products? Yeah, so, you know, in, in general, costs are just going up for everyone. <laughs> so packaging costs, ingredient costs, and ultimately, you know, that, that leads to margins being that, you know, uh, reduced and you know you know selling prices being increased. So where where we see it uh, changing the whole industry is uh, naturally I think there'll be a gravitation towards regional and local sourcing. Mm-hmm. So what has been increasingly popular is country of origin chocolate, um, which has been popular for the last couple of years. Um, so you see in um, especially in countries like uh, Vietnam and Thailand, you have uh, local craft makers who source beans from farms in those countries. And they make chocolate out of it, and it's something that's becoming a trend that's becoming very prominent. Um, and I think it's very likely to continue. For us in Singapore, we don't have our own local farms. Um, you know, it's just not uh, cost-effective to to plant here in Singapore. But you know, for yeah, Mr. Bucket, what we do is we source from the region, from the different farms, and um, I think that in itself really has the lowest carbon footprint uh, possible versus, you know, sourcing from Africa or from America. So I understand that you're working on a project with Mandai. Can you yes. share more on that? Yes. So it's a very exciting um, a collaboration that we mm. did with them, um, and we're so proud to be part of the initiative. Um, 
So we, uh, together with them, and uh, we, uh, and of course, there are 20 other uh, like-minded F&B mm-hmm. brands mm-hmm. that were part of this initiative. Uh, we created a chocolate bar specially for, for this campaign. Um, uh, you know, the, the bar is it's called the Sam Bear. So it's inspired by the diet of the Sam Bear. Lovely. Yeah, oh, sorry, the bar is called the Bear Grub, uh, inspired by the diet of the Sam Bear. Um, so the, the three ingredients that uh, were used uh, in the bar include um, orange, um, sorry, orange peel, uh, coconut, and big pet with a 72% dark chocolate. Um, and I think the belief for us is, you know, the bag rub is representation of some best favorite food and, uh, you know, for, and it's also a very delicious chocolate bar. And this is part of an overall initiative? Yes, yes. Okay, so this is part of Monday. I think Monday Group. They've launched the Choose Good with Monday. It's an initiative featuring a food trail and a game to encourage everyday choices that benefit people, wildlife, and nature. For us, the the inspiration is you know the sun bear uh, while digging for food on the forest floor. Uh, the sun bear helps to loosen the soil and enhances the uh, the forest nutrient cycle. Mm. Um, a healthier ecosystem you know benefits all of us and. You know, for us, this bar, and the whole idea of it is starts when we make good choices every day for wildlife and our planet. So, um, you know, the whole campaign and for us, this chocolate bar is totally plant-based um, and, you know, in that reducing carbon emissions and is better for our planet. Wonderful. Well, Jerome, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. My pleasure. Thank you for having us. Thank you. We've been speaking with Jerome Penafort, who's the founder of local chocolatier Mr. Bucket. You are listening to Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.